Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Thursday, December the 23rd, 2021. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. On today's episode, I'm going to do a little Q&A session based off the questions you sent in from Instagram, Facebook, email, YouTube, and uh, everywhere in between. Now, originally, uh, Heather was scheduled to come on to the podcast today. This would have been her last episode of 2021, but she had a bunch of stuff to take care of. It's the end of the year, uh, Christmas stuff and running around because she's going to be gone for over a week here. So I'm rolling solo. She uh, stood me up. Story of my life. But uh, anyways, I'll, uh, I'll do my best to answer your questions and deliver as much value to you guys as humanly possible. We'll bring her back on. I believe January the 2nd, but I'm going to be rocking with you guys uh, in between then, uh, probably sometime before the end of the year. I will do a full podcast for you guys before before 2022 gets here. Most likely to be New Year's Eve, but maybe one even before that. So before I jump in, you already know the drill. We're brought to you by my homies at, say it with me, everybody athletic greens the one thing i take every single day i never miss if you're tired of taking 15 different pills if you are somebody who struggles to eat enough fruits and vegetables which is all of us this would be the one thing i would take and throw into your life it's easy grab a pack rip it throw it in some water shake it and slam it or take a scoop throw it in some water same deal the site, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott, will give you a year supply of free vitamin D and five for travel packs with your first order. This has the antioxidant equivalent to 10 to 12 servings of fruits and veggies. It's made of 75 whole food ingredients. There's probiotics in here, a digestive enzyme as well. It's the best tasting greens on the planet. And trust me, I've tried a lot of them, and most of them taste like drinking a really warm bush light that's been sitting in your trunk for three weeks. And you ask, well, Jeremy, how would you know that? Well, because once I was a 16-year-old kid who'd keep warm bush light in his trunk for two weeks, and that tastes like shit, and it's not good for you. Athletic Greens tastes way better than that, and it can help you. If you've heard me talk about it 500 times, and you've never tried it, or maybe this is the first podcast you've listened to, you can hit us up. I'll have Monica send you a pack right to your front door to try 100% for free. No questions asked. You realize it tastes awesome and then get hooked up with all the free stuff from there. Who else is doing that? Nobody, but I'm trying to help you guys kick ass in 2022. So message me. I'll send you the pack and you can get rocking and rolling. Otherwise, go to the site, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott, your supply of free vitamin D and five free travel packs with order number one. Also, we're brought to you by my friends at Dry Farms Wine. The site is Dry Farms Wine, Dry Farm Wines with a S dot com slash Jeremy Scott Fitness. Order some wine, get an extra bottle for a penny. It's basically buy one, get one free. And we partner with these guys for a handful of reasons. One, well, because Heather loves wine and it's organic. It is sugar free. They have no toxic additives, and it is a pure natural wine, which is very rare. I did not know this before working with these guys. They estimate that less than 0.01% of wines in the world meet their strict criteria. That's why we rock with these guys. They don't put any added bullshit in there. They don't throw in a bunch of sugar. It's the best wine you can drink if you want to be healthy and you really care, and it tastes amazing. So if you want to check it out, you can get a bottle for a penny. Awesome for you. Awesome for a gift for friends. Drivefarmwines.com slash Fitness, or hit me up and I'll send you guys the link. We're also brought to you by our friends at Beam CBD. The website is beamtlc.com. The code is Jeremy Scott. 20% off all products, 35% off all subscriptions. This is my nightly sleep aid, or I probably take it five or six nights a week, give or take. I take the dream product specifically, uh, melatonin, CBD in there. There's no THC, so you won't get high, won't fail a drug test, you won't uh, be groggy or hungover. You just wake up ready to kick ass. If you guys want to try it, I do have probably a hundred samples of the dream here. We can send you a couple, see if it helps you sleep. And if it does, then you can get hooked up with all the free stuff from there. Otherwise, just visit the site, beamtlc.com, and the code is Jeremy Scott for the discounts. And our friends at JLab. This is where I get my protein, turmeric, collagen, and curl oil. The website is jeremyscottfitness.jlabpro.com. 
And we always have a discount with the protein and the collagen. But I think over the next 10 days, all of the products are going to be on sale. They're having like a 12 days of Christmas-ish kind of deal. And uh, I've known Jay for like over a decade. The protein is sweetened with stevia, easy on my stomach. That's why I use it. And uh, he's a trustworthy dude. That's why we've partnered with him. And uh, I haven't looked back in the past decade. So if you want to check it out, jeremyscottfitness.jlebpro.com. Hit me up for the discounts. We also do have a free supplement guide where we kind of break down all of these things. And we did just put together a partner guide of all the trusted brands and people we work with across the board, which I'll get out probably as the new year kicks off. So be on the lookout for that. Or if you guys are not on our newsletter, hit me up. We send out at least three a week every week. And we have for the past like 13 years, I want to say. Some weeks we do five emails, some we do six. Just depends if I have anything, uh, you know, worthwhile to share. I throw it out there for you. And last but not least, our friends at Kettle and Fire Bone Broth. I love the flavor of their bone broth, for one. I do think it's the best tasting. They have a great uh, bone broth chicken soup and an awesome uh, bone broth chili. Both are amazing. Uh, The biggest reason I take it for the gut health and the digestive health. And the other benefits of bone broth, obviously, it can be easier uh, for you guys for the joints. Increase that, that joint lubrication and mobility. Help support hair, skin, and nails, which Lord knows we all need. And I like them because... They're real strict on their standards, like all of our partners. Their bone broth is made from cattle and chicken that's humanely raised, no antibiotics, and grass-fed, grass-finished. No added preservatives, no antibiotics, no hormones, no artificial flavors, colors, no added bullshit. Cattle and Fire Bone Broth, you can use the code SCOTT20 for 20% off today if you want to check it out. I would urge you guys to. It's a great addition if you're keto, paleo, or in the intermittent fasting camps, this is a nice addition to what you're probably already doing. That is a mouthful. So now, uh, last two housekeeping things. Number one, we're kicking off our 47-day transformation here on January the 10th. The site is 47daytransformation.com. This is our flagship transformation program. We really go in depth here on all the pillars of fitness, uh, physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional. Uh, The workouts, we do Metcons like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Tuesday, Thursday are more the loading days. We go deep on the nutrition, uh, real food, macros, help you guys find a lifestyle and frequency that works for you. The accountability piece, we check in with you uh, at least once a week. I answer all the questions every single day inside a private Facebook group, and uh, we go real hard on the personal development stuff, which now more than ever, I think, if you're talking about not just physical health, but mental health and emotional health, there's a lot of components in here that'll help you do some legit digging into you finding a healthier overall lifestyle. So if you're interested, um, we can do a podcast discount code for you guys. The website is 47daytransformation.com to check it out. It'll be on my stories and in my IG bio for probably the next 16 days, which is when we close registration. And, uh, it's the thing I'm probably the most proud of other than, uh, obviously the digital community that we've done here online. And I think you guys will get a lot out of it. Um, yeah, it just works like anything. If you really put the work in, and you're willing to be honest with yourself and, and do the hard work of looking yourself in the mirror and auditing, this program can be a game changer uh, if you let it. And really it came from me uh, just being a, a fucking knucklehead uh, idiot for a good chunk of my life and having to really do a lot of work on myself uh, from the ground up. And that's how this program uh, was born, if you will. It's how all these podcasts came about. I only talk about things... Uh, that I know about. And the reason I know about them is because I've done so much stupid stuff. uh, And I've I've failed a lot. But I fall, I get back up, I learn, I ask questions, and then I try to present you guys with a a more polished version of that. So you don't have to uh, fail and make as many stupid mistakes as I did. And that's what uh, this program is all about. So 47daytransformation.com. Now, uh, before I jump right into the questions, I'm going to go quick here through a lot of these, but there was a, a post from, uh, Dominic Frazier. Uh, his handle is coach D Frazier, uh, on Instagram. Now I've, uh, known coach Dom for, I don't know, at this point, it's probably 10 years. He's, uh, he knows what he's doing. Smart guy, uh, 
really cares about the craft, gives a shit about people, um, you know, trains uh, everybody under the sun, coached athletes, high school kids, uh, you know, he's trained Michael Vick in the past. So, you know, obviously he's, he's, he's done a lot of stuff. And he threw together like a three-slide Instagram post the other day, which I couldn't have said it any better myself. We say it in a different way. We call it Someday Island, and I've done a whole podcast on this. We have a module in the 47-Day Transformation, honestly, about it. And what he wrote was, and I quote, the I'll start tomorrow misconception. Most of us have all suffered from believing that now doesn't matter when it comes to weight loss because we think we'll start following better habits later. And I think you guys already know that's not true. Uh, We use this harmful mindset to justify bad decisions as if tomorrow is going to be the perfect day to start. Nothing will magically fall into place for eating, exercise, and living a healthier lifestyle to become easier for us. It just doesn't happen that way. Your body doesn't know the difference between Monday or Sunday, nor does it know the difference between you making a good and bad decision until you consistently commit to making a change. The more you pause, stop, or delay your weight loss journey, the longer it'll take you to see results that you want. End quote. I mean, you can just drop the mic right there. That could be a whole podcast. Call it a day. Get up off your ass. Get fucking moving. Make better eating choices. Now, I know it's not just that simple, but the paralysis by analysis and people always thinking Monday is magic or January 1st is magic or after vacation is magic and I have to reset. I'm not a fan of that mentality. And with eating and training, it's really the only thing we do that with. And it makes no sense. And uh, I've, I've done some mandatory minutes about this. It's a YouTube series we did. You can go back and check them out. There's probably a couple hundred on there. And it's when somebody makes a bad eating choice, like in the morning. They think the whole day is shit. And they're not going to start eating better until the next day. Or if it's on Thursday, you know, they, they punt the whole weekend and they start Monday. The two things I tell every transformation group we have are, number one, you'll never have more time in your life than you do right now. Well, I'm busy, Jeremy, it's the holidays. I understand that. But in terms of overall lifetime. You'll never have more time in your life than you do right now because after the holidays, you'll have 10 days less than you had today. Time is running out for all of us. We're not getting more of it. It's not accumulating like wealth. There is no compound interest. It's just, it's an hourglass counting down. So the longer you delay it, the harder this gets. The less time you have, the older you are, the bigger the hole you're in. I like to think of a visual. If your 10 pounds overweight, you're like in a a one foot hole. Take a big giant step, you can get out of it. If you're 100 pounds overweight, it's like a 10 foot hole. You're gonna have to crawl and dig and jump and scrap to get out of that hole, and it's gonna take you forever. So, the longer you wait and the longer you procrastinate, the harder it's gonna be. Father time is on your heels, and every single day it goes by where you're not fighting back, you're getting older, softer, and wrinklier. Nobody wants that. The other thing I tell all our transformation people is your goals matter just as much on Monday as they do on Friday night. Your goals matter. Your health and fitness goals matter just as much on December 23rd as they do on January 1st. They matter just as much on December 26th as they do on January 1st. Now, I'm not telling you guys to punt the holidays. I'm not telling you to, to not enjoy cookies and cake and, and whiskey and wine with your family and friends on, on Christmas Eve and, and on Christmas Day and sit and watch football or basketball and, and unwrap presents and, and share memories and all that stuff's cool. But it doesn't mean you have to eat and drink like a complete asshole for two days. You don't have to stuff yourself like the turkey itself. Pick your spots, eat the things you want. If you can go for a walk or move around, great. And if you can't, drink water. Take your athletic greens, get good sleep, and just do the best you can. And really enjoy yourself, but don't have a 10,000 calorie day. And then feel so groggy and hungover on Sunday, you're like, well, maybe I'll start Monday, but then obviously New Year's is coming the next Friday, so fuck it. Let's take off a whole week and a half and start fresh on January 1st. It's not a recipe for success. When we do that, 
when we give away days or when we make a bad decision for breakfast and then say, oh, well, the whole day is ruined. I'll start tomorrow. That's like dropping your cell phone on the floor and seeing the screen is cracked and then stomping on it a hundred times so the phone's dead. You would never do that because you'd look like a crazy person. You'd pick the phone back up, even with the cracked screen, and you'd still use it because it's a $2,000 phone. Why are you just going to throw it away? But you do that with your eating. You do that with your health. That makes no sense. Your time, your lifetime, your body is way more valuable than your phone. Yet you wouldn't do it with your phone, but you do it with your eating habits and your training habits. How much sense does that make? The answer is zero. The other example I give you is if you're driving on the road and you get a flat tire, would you just slash the other three tires? Of course not. There's nothing wrong with those three tires. Why would I ruin the other three just because one is bad? Well, if you eat four meals in a day and the first meal is shitty, why would you throw away the next three meals? They're perfectly fine. You can still make great choices. You have another meal to turn it around and be better. See, when you take it out of the context of how people look at it, it seems almost comical and stupid what we do. Yet we have these learned behaviors or wherever they come from, I'm not sure. But when you can step out of that and you can compare it to something else, you'd be like, yeah, if I did this in any other area of my life, it'd be pretty stupid. Yet I'm doing it with, in my personal opinion, the most valuable thing you have, your physical health and your body. So enjoy the holidays. Have fun. Pick your spots, but just understand it's not going to get any easier a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. The best time to start is today. Just want to throw it out there. I uh, thought it'd be helpful for you guys. The other thing really fast before the questions kick in, I got an email from a fitness professional that uh, owns a gym. I'm going to leave the name off because uh, I don't want to put anybody on blast here. And uh, there's no right or wrong answer. I'm just giving my opinion. The question was sent to me. I'm happy to share it. Now, this person has come to uh, my facility, watches our stuff, listens to it. I'm very humbled by that. Thank all of you guys. I had a handful of people show up this week, share a lot of stories about uh, weight loss and transformation. And again, I'm very humbled. Uh, this morning, this, this man, Ethan, showed up here. And I didn't know this. He lost like 100 and some pounds already, which my hat's off to you, dude, respect. To lose 120, 30 pounds, whatever it is, is like is pretty uh, pretty badass. So, uh, But he was here uh, before I came in. Uh, his car was, uh, and he didn't even have a car here. He got an Uber right here. That's what it was. Um, it's been a long day already for me. Uh, but I show up this morning. He's already sitting here on our bench outside waiting for me uh, to show up, which respect, man. It's... um. On vacation, the fact that people choose to come here uh, for a 6 a.m. workout and, uh, and do these crazy things here, you guys have the utmost respect for me. Uh, you really do. And it's uh, super impressive to see. And, and I'm always humbled by it that you would choose to Uber here, hang out with me, do these terrible workouts, and then go back home and, uh, and start your vacation. And uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, never, uh, I'll never get used to it. I know for people, they, they think it's crazy that uh, I, I still come here. And I'm going to read uh, something he posted uh, in a second. But uh, I just want you guys to know I, I'm truly humbled that you listen to me ramble on and talk shit and, uh, and, and watch the stuff we put out. It, uh, it does mean a lot. And I want to read what Ethan uh, wrote on his Instagram today about me. And again, this is not a, this is not a flex this is not, you know, me trying to pump up my own tires. Uh, it's just his perspective on on what we do here. And this is going to tie into the question I got from this fitness professional, which I'll share in a second. And he wrote this on his Instagram. And again, man, I appreciate it uh, more than you know. It's uh, It means a lot. He wrote, today on my first day of vacation, I woke up at 4.45 a.m., 3.45 because uh, my body is still on uh, – Pacific Standard Time. Spent 40 bucks on a 40-minute Uber ride to train with an absolute legend, Jeremy Scott Fitness, which you guys, again, humbled by all these things. Um, although the workout was great, it was the least important piece of today. Jeremy is a legend, and while 
most at his level wouldn't even be showing up at all anymore. He was teaching the 6 a.m. group around the holidays, responded to my cold email within 10 minutes to get me into the group a day ago. He was the first person there, opened up the building by himself, set up every piece of equipment, wrote the workout, made the playlist, and knew every person by name inside. He gave me a free t-shirt on the way out, never asked me to pay anything. I was never pressured to sign up for any promotions. Regardless of the industry or society, we've been brainwashed to believe that you need to work a job you hate, to have money to buy things you don't need, to impress people that don't actually like you. All to hopefully one day stop. Jeremy is showing up doing the actual work every single day, that was the ultimate inspiration and should be a reminder for all of us to let the work itself be the ultimate form of success and the ultimate approach, regardless of what you do. And I share that not to make myself sound awesome because this is just what we do here. Um, we're in a position to give back. We're in the position to let people come in here who are, who are willing to, to, again, show up here at six in the morning. If you're going to come in here and you want to crush it, I'm happy to have you, especially on a vacation when, when very few humans would do that. And all those things he said are true, but I wouldn't be able to do them without all of you guys listening, obviously supporting the podcast, um, all of our programs and all of the things we have going on. Um, it means a lot. It really does. And I share that, again, I'm not a saint um, if, if I didn't have the means and the money to do these things, I, I wouldn't do it. But I believe in showing up here for the community because it's everything. Uh, it really is. It doesn't matter how fake famous this shit gets on the internet or how much money I have. None of that. That's not what legacy is to me. It's being present for people. And is it is it easy to get up um, at 4 o'clock in the morning, you know, in year number 13 or whatever this is? It's not. Uh, I'd be lying to you if I said it got, you know, easier as I got older because it isn't, but I know it matters um, for people. And I share that again, not to make me look like a saint because I'm not, I'm a, I'm an idiot just like uh, anybody else and I make plenty of mistakes, but I figured this part of life out. Um, I have a certain gift and if I can give it back to people, I'm willing to do so. And sometimes it's the littlest things and I always want to be the hand that is giving, not the hand that is reaching. I'm trying to be the fountain for people, not the drain. So if I can do something to make their life better, because I feel, you know, like I'm blessed and I have an obligation to do that, then I'm gonna, I'm happy to do it. That's what my calling is. Like if I'm a fruit tree, I'm here to produce fruit. So if I'm not producing apples, what the fuck am I doing? I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. I got this brain in this body so I could give back. And that's a small example of it. And this ties into the question I got from this fitness pro and they're asking me, they have a gym and they're looking to start something new. And their question was, do you want a gym that should, should I create a place where it's just a gym where people come in, they work out, they go home, they don't bullshit. And then there's out the door. Cause that's what they're, that's what they want to do. That's what this fitness coach wants. However, right now they have a gym where people come in, it's kind of a social hour. They bullshit a little bit. You know, they sometimes work hard. Sometimes they don't. Some people do. Some people are just there to kind of chit chat. They hang out before. They hang out after. They're not really interested in just crushing a workout. They're more interested in just the social aspect of it and community. And it's tough uh, as a fitness pro because you put so much time into the programming, into your knowledge base, into learning the skills and creating these, you know, amazing experiences for people to get more mobile, to be stronger, to be fit. And then you see them come in and like kind of half listen and like bullshit with each other and maybe not follow all your directions to a T. And I, and I hear you because there's some days here where I'm here and it's 6am and everybody's talking and it's like, I don't even exist. And, uh, I got joke about it. I'm like, this is my life's work. And why am I even here? Cause nobody even gives a shit and I'm in the room, but that's also not true. And my answer to this fitness pro is, is if you create a place where people only show up, work out really hard and go home, you don't get somebody like Ethan to show up on their vacation, to come hang out with your facility just to see what it's about and to be in, in the presence of you uh, and to see you and to talk to you um, and listen to you and see what's going on. That never happens. 
we've had people here for 10, 11 years. That doesn't happen if it's just a place where people come in, work out, and go home. I look at any service business and any small business that real humans are a part of, and it's not some giant corporate conglomerate. If it's a barbershop, a restaurant, a gym, you can get a haircut anywhere. You can get a meal anywhere. You can ride an assault bike and push a sled anywhere. You really can. That's not what people come for. People are buying you because you're leading from the front, because you care, because you're passionate about it, because you give a shit. I'm not confused why people are here. I do think the programming we do makes sense. I do think it's safe. I do think it's efficient. I think it's highly effective. And I think it's the best thing for the average person. However, most people probably can't tell the difference between what I do and the people down the street do. And they don't care. It's not, they're not educated in the craft of this. So what we try to do is create a community and environment where people feel comfortable, where they feel like this is their second home, where they feel like family, where they feel like this is a place they can say and do whatever they want. They can share with us. They can be real. There's no judgment here. All we want is the best for them. And we want everybody to kind of walk away and feel like they can be who they truly are. And in our facility, if you want to come here and crush it, you can do that. You can come in here, put your head down, don't talk to anybody, and fucking murder the workout, and you can go home. Or if you want to come in here and hop on the assault bike and bullshit with your best friend for 20 minutes of the workout, you can do that too. Because it's not up to me as the fitness professional to tell you what you should get out of the workout. My job is to present to you all the tools necessary to make the biggest, healthiest, happiest transformation of your life possible. Now, that might mean just a physical transformation, but odds are it's much more than that. So if you came here and met one of your great friends, I'm happy to have made your life better. And fitness made that happen. That is fitness, even though you don't think of it that way. If you could bring your kid here and your kid could run around and see you exercise, and yeah, Maybe not everybody loves it, and maybe that wasn't the greatest workout for that mom, but her kid got to come, she got to come get a workout in when otherwise she wouldn't have, and now her daughter or son saw their mom and dad exercise. More is caught than taught when it comes down to that. And when kids see that, now you're changing the trajectory of that kid's life because they see mom and dad working hard and doing fitness, and they want to be like mom and dad. You see where I'm driving at with this? We as fitness professionals want to give something to each client. We want them to be their absolute best, but it's up to them how they want to take that in and what they want to do with it. And that's the hard part sometimes. I always feel like if we can create these spaces that are much more than just sets and reps, but it's a place where it feels like your friends are here, your family's here, you can crush it some days, you can take it easy some days, we'll coach you and present to you what we need to, but ultimately it's yours to do your own. Now we can tell you, hey man, the steak is the best here if you do it medium, but if you want it well done or you want it rare, that's fine. You're the one eating the steak. Does that make sense what I'm saying? We know what's best for you. We know what's the best version of it, but that might not be your thing today. And that might not be what you need today. We need you to get out of this what you need to get out of it. So to answer the question, all you can do is be the best coach, the best business owner, the best fitness professional you can be. Present everything in the best way you know how and make everybody feel comfortable. There's no judgment. Um, You push people how you need to push them. And that's all you can do. And that comes down to you knowing your audience and knowing the individual. There are some people here or we can ride them a little bit harder. We can bullshit them. And there's some people here we kind of have to talk to with padded gloves on, and that's okay. You know the people in the gym. There's the ones who are hyper-competitive. They always want to be the best. They're always going to kill themselves. They're always going to go into everything 100%. And there's other people who don't want to do that. They're not competitive. They don't want to try certain things. They just want to kind of work in their zone and push themselves the way that they can push themselves. And all of that's okay. Our job as coaches is just to create a community and an environment that people feel comfortable in and can make progress in in any way they see fit. So I know that's not for a lot of you guys, but for the young fitness people out there, uh, I do think that's that's how it should be done and that's how we've done it here. You don't have to do it the way that I do it. Any way works, but uh, I just know I'm, I'm most proud of that because even in the, in the workouts here that everybody is – 
a savage, like our Sunday advanced Metcons. When everybody comes in and, you know, we, we might bullshit a little bit to start. We kind of catch up. Then we see the workout and it's like, oh, fuck, that sucks. And maybe we swear a little bit and we don't talk a lot during it. But afterwards, there's fellowship there. There's bonds being made there. There's friendships being made there. There's community there. Uh, and that's what it's about. You want your facility and your gym to be a second space for people. And a lot of times it's probably the, the most fun they have in the day. It's better than their office. Sometimes it's more fun than their home. They can come, they can escape, they can have fun, and they can just better themselves. And that doesn't just mean through their physical body because there's a mental uh, and emotional aspect of that that I think goes far beyond what a lot of people from the outside don't understand who just go to a gym. I think the last thing you want to be is just a gym for people. You want to be a lot more than that. And that starts by you leaning from the front and showing up. And I'll say it again, I'm not a saint. Uh, obviously, we make money, and, and there's a lot of awesome things that happen here. And a lot of my friends think I'm fucking crazy that I still, you know, show up on Saturdays, show up on Sundays with these guys, show up during the week early as hell because of what the internet has allowed us to do with the podcast and all these other channels. But I'm a fitness person. That's what I started doing, and that's what I love to do. All these other things just, they, they came my way. And uh, very blessed and humble, but I'm a fitness person through and through. So I always want to try to be here for everybody. And I feel guilty that I can't be here for every group all the time. It's it's too much at this point, but uh, I would much rather do that than uh, all the other stuff we have to do. So hopefully uh, that makes sense for all you young coaches out there trying to uh, pick what lane you want to go in moving forward. So, okay, on to your questions real quick before I get out of here. Uh, number one. How do you know when working out is normal muscle pain versus abnormal? Malia underscore May underscore May underscore, I believe. You know, it's tough. Uh, you just have to have a, a level of uh, a body awareness to know if it's uh, normal pain or abnormal pain. Obviously, you know, muscle soreness is different than, uh, than joint soreness for sure. So if it's soft tissue stuff, if you're doing mobility, if you're foam rolling, uh, whether it's self-massage, you're getting massages done and you're uh, kind of priming the muscles, you're doing movement prep and you get in there and it's still, uh, you know, quote unquote painful, then you know you have a problem for sure. And uh, general muscle soreness, I think is fine. Uh, if your forearms are tight, or your triceps are tight and you roll them out and you stretch them and, and you go through a couple of reps and, and it subsides, you're probably cool. Now, if you have like some excruciating tennis elbow or golfer's elbow, which we have videos on, on YouTube and our Instagram TV to help you guys through. You got to take some time off and you got to work around it. You really do. Uh, more often than not, for most people, you're going to be able to tell the difference between something that is just soft tissue or if you have uh, some kind of serious imbalance or joint pain, but only you're going to know. I guess the, the biggest safe way is, you know, roll it, stretch it, uh, do some movement prep, and if it still bothers you and it feels like it's hindering your movement, then have somebody go check it out. That's probably uh, probably one of the best routes to go. Number two, A Weatherly nine Heather's workout and eating routine. Does she fast? Uh, yes, she fasts most of the time, not all the time. Wish she was here, but she's out running around doing some Christmas shopping. Uh, if I had to generalize, most days she probably eats from like ten to six or like eleven to seven. Uh, there's days where she might eat breakfast, uh, depends on what's going on, but a lot of days she does kind of fast. Uh, she comes in here for a lot of the workouts. Uh, she does a lot of our group stuff. She does a lot of, uh, she does strength training, obviously on her own. She'll come in here, split squat, deadlift, overhead press, those things. Uh, she likes to run. Uh, she enjoys hiking. We live, uh, kind of like by the little Papago mountains by our house and Camelback's not too far. So she likes doing a lot of those things. And then eating-wise, typically she eats probably twice a day, uh, maybe has a snack here or there. Uh, a lot of the stuff I see her eat, eggs, egg whites, asparagus, uh, spinach. She does a lot of shrimp, a lot of cauliflower rice, uh, a lot of chicken sausage, uh, the Koya drinks. Those tend to be athletic greens, uh, the most popular things that she does more often than not. Next one. Amet07876. How to gain muscle. You got to eat, dude. You got to eat. Uh, you got to eat a lot of food. You have to be in a calorie surplus all the time. Uh, protein, 
uh, probably 0.8 grams to one gram per pound you weigh is probably ideal. And you got to pick up some, uh, you got to pick up some weights. Uh, it doesn't got to be crazy heavy. Uh, if it's hypertrophy, probably like that six to 12 rep range. I know that's rather big. So if you want to go, uh, specific. There's probably some magic that comes around kind of that 10 rep range. But I think if you're over six reps and under 12 reps, uh, when I say that uh, in context of, of what would be failure for you, that's probably the best range. So eating in a calorie surplus, getting enough protein and uh, and loading hypertrophy. If you're a natural dude and you're not on a bunch of steroids and bullshit, uh, two upper body days, two lower body days, maybe one more strength focus, one more hypertrophy focus. But if you don't really care about being super strong and just want to put on tissue, the hypertrophy stuff will uh, it'll work for sure. And just being consistent above anything else. Consistency is uh, key. Next one, Bogigidi. B-O-O-G-I-D-Y-J. Uh, always love to hear comeback stories. Awesome. So do I. Uh, I don't have any. <laughs> but uh, if I get some, I'll bring some people on. Next one. A Weatherly 9. Top healthy restaurants in Scottsdale. Running a 50K there in February. A 50K. That seems uh, aggressive. Uh, best of luck to you. Uh, it seems like a long way to run. Uh, best healthy restaurants in Scottsdale. Off the top of my head, uh, if you want quick stuff, Bowl of Greens uh, is great, close to our gym. Uh, great chicken, great vegetables, the rice, I don't know what they put in it. It's amazing. Uh, Chop Shop is a popular one here. Uh, Farm and Craft is also very popular as well. Uh, True Food Kitchen uh, is a great one. You can make some healthy choices there. Those are probably the, the best ones off the top. I know I'm missing like 100. Uh, Salad to Go also as well. Those are all super quick, easy places. If you want the place with the best food, um, probably not always the healthiest. You can hit me up for those too. Those would be my healthy go-to's. I do Bull of Greens the most. Heather does Salad to Go the most. She also does Chop Shop a lot. And then Farm and Craft is a little bit fancier, but uh, they're all real basic, just places you can pick up healthy food all the time. Next one, Travis underscore Carr. Any advice for training in college? Yeah, man, just be consistent. Uh you know, like I said to the other guy, if you're trying to build muscle or lose fat, obviously pick your goal. Be consistent in what you're doing, whether it's a calorie surplus or a deficit. Uh, try not to stay up, you know, too late and drink a shit ton of booze and make a bunch of poor life choices like I did in college. That would be helpful, but obviously easier said than done. And uh, just work with what you can on a budget. Uh, I once was dead broke too. Uh, even after college, I had no money. Uh, when I started this business, and I'd walk to Fry's uh, with 20 bucks basically for the week. And I would buy eggs and uh, oatmeal. And uh, if I had extra money, I'd buy some Powerade Zeros so I could choke it down. And then uh, I would buy bulk tuna uh, and have my, I'd get that like for Christmas. And my mom and then would come and get me like bulk tuna from Costco. And I'd mix the tuna and oatmeal together and chug it down with water. So uh, is that fun? No. Did it taste good? No, it tastes like shit. But I was broke and I had a goal. And so I wasn't going to make excuses. I was just going to kind of keep moving forward. And uh, when you're in college, uh, you have more time for sure than an adult, but you probably have less money and resources. So you just got to be creative. But the biggest thing above all else is just that you're being consistent with your training and you're getting good sleep and you're not abusing your body with uh, a ton of drugs and alcohol. That would be my, uh, my two cents. Next one. Uh, Guthrie Gillings, how does training and nutrition vary for performance versus aesthetics? Super quick. Um, if you're eating for performance, you're just trying to fuel for the actual exercise or event or sport. If you're eating to look a certain way, that's all it is. You're not worried about performance as much. Not that, you know, there isn't some crossover between the two of these, but for our people here that do Ironman, like you're going to go, you're training for, to run a marathon or run a 50 K even, or do an, a full Ironman. You're going to be eating much differently than the guy who's going to do a physique show, or you have like a photo shoot coming up and you're just trying to be as most lean and shredded as possible. One of them, you're trying to look the best, but the performance means nothing. So my example is like, like I went through the whole, like I did bodybuilding, um, I did men's physique, I did uh, men's muscle, all that shit. And some of those days I looked great, like I was my leanest, the most shredded and muscular pumped up, but I felt like shit. 
So I looked good, but I felt awful and my performance was awful. That doesn't work if you're doing an Ironman. So those guys in the aesthetic stuff tend to be at a calorie deficit, training for a certain date or a certain goal to be the most ripped and shredded as possible, whether it be on a daily basis. But more often than not, it's it's for a short window or an event. And then the performance guys are probably in a calorie surplus or at least trying to be like at a maintenance level because they're working out for four or five, six hours a day if, if they are doing like, a, like an Ironman, for example. Or if you're going to go run for three hours, you have to eat way different than if you're going to do a 45-minute weightlifting workout. Does that make sense? So there is two different things. One, you're eating just to perform. The other one, you're eating just to look a certain way. Like if I go hike the Grand Canyon and we've done the rim to rim to rim, I was eating way more calories those days because I was working out for 10 hours at a time, 11 hours at a time, whatever it is. Where if I come in here on a normal day, I don't have to eat anything and I can crush an hour-long workout and it's not a big deal. But I can't get away with doing that for 11 hours because I'll kind of bonk out. And then you eat something and all of a sudden you have energy and like, oh shit, I need to be fueling my body for the activity, not just me gutting through this lifting session. Hopefully that uh, makes sense. Are there major benefits to hitting the steam room and sauna post-workout? TR Gill 23. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, I don't think scientifically, uh, unless there's a bunch of research out there, somebody sent it to me, I'm happy to dig through it. I have not read anything that says that there's this major benefit to doing it, uh, post-workout. I don't think it hurts. Uh, I think there are studies out there that show, uh, the steam and sauna and the heat, uh, can be very good for you. We've had Trish and Brynn on the podcast from movement restoration. Theirs is more like the red light. Uh, sauna, talking about penetrating like all three layers uh, of the body, I believe. If you want to listen to that episode, I think it's called Movement Restoration, uh, Trisha and Bryn. I believe we did it the end of, did we do it the end of last year? Or no, we did it at the beginning of this year. It was, it was this year sometime. Um, I I'm forgetting the dates, but I do think there's a bunch of benefits. They go into great detail, but I have not read anything that says just post-workout uh, specifically. Next one. Decker Davis underscore fit, breaking procrastination, fear of failure, your experiences and how you've overcome them. Uh, number one, I don't, uh, I don't procrastinate. I don't put stuff off. Uh, if you guys can ever tell, uh, I'm kind of a ready fire aim person, not a ready aim, wait a bunch and then fire. I don't have that perfectionist thing. I'm not worried about stuff being perfect. It never will be. I'm a flawed human. I'm fucked up. Uh, I've made the improvements that I can make. I'm a way better person now than I was 10 years ago, but I'll never be perfect. Uh, I have my own character flaws and my own issues like everybody else. And I, I do the best to, to navigate them. And I try to use all my, what's the technical term? My fucked upness. Is that a real word? It's going to be today. I use that um, for good instead of bad. I take my addictive personality and I harness it into health and fitness and nutrition and being educated and trying to be a good person as opposed to being like a drug addict and a selfish fuckface who does a lot of things wrong. So I, I don't I don't put things off. Uh, I'm very diligent with time and I don't procrastinate. Now, the fear of failure, I think everybody has that. Uh, and when I first started this, it, probably more so than now. And I guess when you run a business or you do this for a living, I, I, maybe in the back of your mind, you always think the other the other shoe can drop and uh, it can all come crashing down. I think that's a natural feeling for anybody who who's built something or, or runs a small business. But the one thing I know is that, uh, you know, I'll, I'll die, uh, you know, before I, I give up. That is for sure. If you want to think of this as like a the fear of failure stuff, if you think of this as like a UFC fight, you know, I'm going to get choked out and go to sleep before I tap out. That I can promise you. Uh, I use that analogy because it's, it's the best one I can, I can think of. And, uh, you know, I, I'm willing to go out in the deepest waters and, uh, you know, and I'll do everything, you know, not to drown and, uh, I'll tread water for as long as humanly possible. That's kind of how I approach the, the fear of failure stuff. Obviously early on you, you quit your, your job, uh, in corporate America and you start something or you do something different and you're like, 
you know, man, what if this doesn't work out? People are going to make fun of me. People are going to talk shit about me. And the one thing I realized a long time ago was one, when I started doing this, if I was to fail and it didn't work, I could always go back to my shitty corporate job or a shitty corporate job because I didn't like it anyway. So what does it really matter if I worked at a different place, making the same amount of money, doing the same bullshit tasks I didn't care about? So there really was no no fear of that. Obviously, there's like, you know, you're quote unquote embarrassed. And luckily for me, um, I don't really give a shit uh, what people think, but we all have it a little bit, right? Laced in us. And I always go back to like your college speech class, if you guys had college speech. And I remember at first being terrified. You know, I don't, I don't want to talk in front of everybody. I'm going to sound stupid. Uh, I don't speak very well. You know, I don't sound as good as that person. You're watching other people go up ahead of you who are just crushing it, or at least you think they are. But then I realized as these people are talking, I'm zoning out. I'm either thinking about what I'm going to say, or I'm thinking about, you know, the game I have this week, or the girl I want to hook up with, or I'm thinking about playing NCAA college football on PlayStation, or I'm reciting rap lyrics in my head. Basically, I'm in college, and these people are talking in front of me, and I don't give a shit. And I had this, you know, realization that, wow, well, Jeremy, if this person's up here talking, and I don't care what they're talking about, why would they care what I'm talking about? So when I get up there and I'm rambling on and I look around the room, half the kids don't give a shit. And that's when it dawned on me like, man, we all think we're so important and we all think everybody's going to laugh at us and think we're a failure and everybody's looking at everything we're doing all the time. And the truth is they're just not, man. Like this, it's a big world. We're all busy. We all got a lot of stuff going on. And if you fail, so what? If you fuck up a couple things and sound stupid, so what? It's not a big deal. You'll get over it. The one thing I realized is when you do make mistakes and you do fail, you just learn from them and you move forward. And when you take accountability for your mistakes and fuck ups, people understand. It's super cool. It's, you know, something that uh, a lot of people, uh, politicians and the government haven't figured out. If you just own your shit and say, hey, man, you know, we fucked up. We could have done better, and uh, we'll do better moving forward. People are cool with that. But when you refuse to take accountability for your actions and you, you refuse to acknowledge your your mistakes and your failures and you don't learn from them, you don't try to improve on them, I think that's the biggest problem. So for me, I failed a lot of stuff. Uh, failed you know, running whole uh, groups, uh, full online programs, a handful of things we've done in business that just flopped and, and ate major shit. Uh, I learned from them. And I just, I kept, I just kept moving forward and I didn't dwell on the mistakes of the past. You know, it's like if you play basketball and you're shooting and you're a shooter, like you're a legit scorer, you just got to let the misses go, dude. And uh, just have the confidence that the next one's going to go in. Um, Cause every time you shoot, you don't make it, you know, I guess it's a failure, right? Even the best baseball players of all time, if you're hitting 300 plus, that means seven out of 10 times you're not getting on base. So if you're hitting 300, it's pretty good, even though seven out of 10 times you're failing. In the basketball world, I would always say, shoot to get hot, shoot to stay hot. So even if I was 0 for 10, you can bet your ass I'm jacking up number 11 because I have the belief that that's going to go in. That's the way that I approach fitness in health and just life in general. And fitness teaches you that too because you're doing sets to failure. And that's what success is. You're going to fatigue. You're repping it out till you fail that rep. But that failure rep, that, that last one you couldn't get, that's where the growth is going to come from. Because you push the body to the point of where there's this added stress, where it has to become stronger and you have to grow and you have to progress. That's what life does. When you fail and you fuck up, that's where the uncomfortableness comes from. That's where the stimulus is to make the muscle, not only just your physical muscles, but the, your brain to move forward. It's those roadblocks that make us who we are. If everything was just easy street, we always won. We just be soft as dough our whole lives. I think that's a lot of the problem with the world today. And our reality is just, you know, we just we've made things too easy. So we can bitch and whine and complain about having slow Wi Fi and uh, not being able to get our Amazon stuff in one day. And, uh, you know, they didn't have the right milk for our coffee or you name the most popular things that we complain about. And 
when you have some real hardships and some real failures, it gives you perspective and gratitude for one. And uh, if you learn from those, you become a, a stronger, better person moving forward. At least that's been my experience. Next one, Michael underscore John 51. Tips for tendonitis in my knee. Foam rolling isn't doing the trick. Uh, you know, I guess if you're rolling your VMO and uh, you've been rolling your calves and your quads, if you have been stretching them too, so not just mobilizing the tissue, but actually pulling on the ends and doing some uh, mobility work and even static stretching, I would uh, I would go in to like a legit uh, PT massage therapist who understands movement and works with athletes and ask them to kind of take a look at it. Maybe they can do a little deep dive and uh, kind of look at your movement patterns and seeing what you're doing. Are you running? Are you doing, uh, you know, squats a certain way, uh, lunging, whatever it may be. Uh, there might be some underlying things there. Uh, that are more serious, or it might be just you haven't been able to find uh, the, the root cause of it. And a lot of times when you have that joint pain, and again, I, I don't know, I, I can't see you personally in person, but a lot of times that joint pain comes above or below. So it's either from the quad uh, or like uh, the calves usually, uh, maybe the hamstring too, um, uh, what are the semi-tendons back there as well, uh, popliteal nerve behind the knee, all those things. So Usually it's above or below the joint, and that's where I would start looking and then have a, a professional look at it if you're not finding what you need. Next one, Iceman5308. I'm trying to lose 80 pounds. What is a simple strength plan I can implement each week? Uh, lose 80 pounds. Track your macros, for one. Eat real food. Next, walk at least 10,000 steps per day. Drink at least 100 ounces of water. Protein-wise, I would say you know, 0.8 grams per pound you weigh. And uh, doing a strength plan, if you can work out three times a week, legitly, upper, lower, upper, or like total body, total body, total body. If you have four days per week, upper, lower, upper, lower is great. Again, the hypertrophy range, all that stuff is awesome. But the biggest thing, get 10,000 steps a day, be at a calorie deficit, and uh, three workouts a week, legitly, and then throwing in some mobility. Uh, I think you'll be okay. And obviously we run programs all the time. A 47-day transformation I think would help you a ton if you're interested. But that's the biggest key. Just uh, getting the food in check and getting uh, the body moving uh, a lot more than it is already. Jose, it's Jose C-A-R-68. Trying to eat clean with no booze. Should you use an app to count macros or any other device? Number one, yes. For macros, my fitness pal, it's easy. You don't need the pro version. The free version's fine. It helps a ton. You can set a baseline, see if you're at a maintenance level. And then uh, if you're trying to lose uh, body fat, obviously be at a deficit and you're rocking and rolling. And uh, trying to eat clean with no booze. That's awesome. I have a lady here who's into like a uh, she's dry January. January is probably the best month to do it. So if you guys can get motivated to get behind that, I think it'll be a huge game changer for your life uh, and your body if you can uh, just punt it for a month and see if you actually need it and see if you have a control on the booze or the booze has a, has a control on you. And sometimes uh, just stepping away from something, you realize, A, it has a hold on you, or one, maybe you don't need it even at all. Next on the list, what is the biggest waste of time in the gym? For most people... Uh, just bullshitting on their phones. If it's like a big box gym, for sure. Uh, in our space, there's not a lot. We come in, we rip it, we roll. People talk before and after. But uh, people wasting time on the phones, not having an interval timer set, really just the rest time between sets and reps. People, you know, let one minute turn into five minutes and then all of a sudden you're not on schedule anymore. I think using uh, something like uh, Seconds Pro or uh, like the gym timers, that's key. So you can you can track your rest time. Okay, I'm really going to take 30 seconds between this set or 90 seconds between this big movement. That way you can stay on pace and on track throughout. You're not just letting your brain wander. Because once you start checking email and scrolling social media, that, that set and those reps go to shit really quick. Uh, other than that, if I'm just spitballing off the top quick, uh, when people are wasting time doing these accessory movements, and I, I don't want to say they're a waste of time, but if you don't have a ton of time in the gym and you're a guy and you're wasting 25 minutes doing uh, wrist curls to build your forearms and you're wasting 40 minutes doing, uh, you know, seated calf raises, if you don't have the hours to train, I wouldn't waste time on those things. Not to saying that forearms and calves aren't important, they are, but you could be pushing a sled and getting the calves some work as well. 
you could be doing farmer's carries and getting the forearms work as well. So being more efficient with the movements overall, doing compound movements that are working more of the total body as, as opposed to focusing on just these little body parts, especially if you don't have time. Now, if you have two hours in the gym to train, then you're fine. But if you only have a certain amount of time, I would do the big things, pushing and pulling a sled. Like I said, doing farmer's carries, squat depresses, deadlifts, push-ups, lunges, these things that work major muscle groups in the body that are having you move the body through space, not just sitting down working these small muscle groups where it's not a, it's not a great ROI uh, in terms of time, especially if you don't have a ton of it. Last question quick before I let you guys go. Jeremy, what are your specific, this is Jay Sloan 8-5. Jeremy, what are your specific training goals for 2022? Um, don't get hurt and don't die. Have a great day, guys. No, I'm kidding. Um, all jokes aside, that, that really is my, my two of my goals is, is not to, to get hurt, knock on wood, and uh, and not dying. Those are, those are two, two big ones. Honestly, eating-wise, probably the same. Uh, Training-wise, uh, just trying to increase uh, mobility. Uh, as they get older, uh, just be, you know, real pliable, real flexible, maybe eventually do the splits here. It's been real tough uh, trying to work the progression, especially when I deadlift and, uh, and squats, my hamstrings and my groin and hips get so tight. Uh, but I'm kind of working towards that. Uh, this last couple weeks of the year, I've been doing a lot of bodybuilding kind of focused stuff. Obviously still with the Metcons, I'm still getting my steps and I'm still doing mobility, but I just kind of like that style of training sometimes. So I've been having a lot of focused days where it's, you know, maybe more upper body focused and, and more hypertrophy. So maybe not as heavy, but I'm still going through and obviously pushing myself, but just not crazy stuff where I might be deadlifting, let's say 275 uh, by 12, as opposed to doing like 350 for five or six reps and uh, really slowing down the movements, focusing on uh, them being eccentric, still picking up heavy loads, but instead of doing maybe 100-pound dumbbells for flat bench, I'm doing 70s, but I'm focusing on the eccentric, really getting the muscle a deep stretch, and then just working with time under tension, just playing with some things because we're filming some new programs here. And uh, towards the end of the year, we, you know, we filmed so much content. We just created a whole new program the other day uh, where I filmed like 45 videos uh, in an entire afternoon. That'll be a program that comes out sometime in 2022. And uh, my brain just gets fried, you know. We come up with a lot of fun variations for the groups and for you guys. And then by the time I come to train, I'm just like, you know what? I just want to zone out, throw on some Tupac, and just do some old school bodybuilding. Pull-ups, dips, squats, lunges, push a sled, just brainless stuff for me where I'm getting the body enough stimulus and it's safe and I'm challenging myself, but it's not super crazy. So that's just my goals. Just, uh, you know, continue to just be this person and, uh, be more mobile at this point in my life. I'm not trying to get like way stronger. Uh, not that I couldn't, I guess, but at what cost, right? You know, like deadlifting, 600 pounds, probably not going to come back into my life uh, anymore, but I also don't need to do that. Um, I don't get a lot out of it, and uh, it's not really worth it for me. I just want to be the best, like, well-rounded athlete I can be for all of you guys so we can demo everything, show everything in a safe, effective, efficient way. I can work out with my friends here. I can still aesthetically, you know, look, you know, as good as I can look, and, uh, and just keep it moving forward. My biggest focus is just being healthy, having healthy joints, uh, having my tissue just feel good and and not leaving here feeling like I kicked the shit out of myself every single day and, and being in a, a state of perpetual soreness. And I want to walk in here feeling refreshed and good. And don't get me wrong, my hamstrings are just beat to shit today. My body is tight. And that's going to happen. But every day can't be a grind and I can't kill myself every single day. I just... I'm trying to become more efficient and smarter with everything that I do so I can tax the tissue on my body, but not the joints. And I can beat myself down, but not to the point where I make myself sick or, you know, it's, it's detrimental. I don't want my fitness to steal my fitness is what I'm driving at. And that's kind of what I've been trying to do, you know, for the last couple of years as I get older, just refine my craft and what I'm doing and so I can be efficient in all areas of life. Because the reality is at this point, it's not like when I was 25 and I, you know, could just work out and go home and take a nap for, 
for three hours. Those days are gone. Uh, I essentially run two full-time businesses here and uh, it's a lot for sure. And then you mix in, you know, the podcast uh, with all of you guys and the research that goes into it and answering the questions and then obviously bringing on quality guests and people. It's uh, it's very time consuming for sure. And uh, sometimes I even look in the mirror and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? How long can you can you run at this clip for? So being healthy uh, and happy and feeling good is is a top priority. And a lot of that comes down to how I eat and how I train and how I sleep. So if anything changes, I'll let you guys know, but uh, I'm having fun. Uh, just kind of doing everything that I'm doing and I'll, I'll run at this pace as long as I can until, uh, until either my body says I've had enough or, uh, one day mentally, I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore and I want to switch gears, but I love it, man. I love the iron. I love fitness. I love training. Uh, I love the fact that all of you guys are into it and you listen and you watch our stuff again. It's very humbling. And I mean that with the utmost sincerity and I'll do a video, um, a video, I mean, these are all videos. It's on YouTube if you're watching, but it'll be on the podcast, and that'll be what we have on the uh, the podcast moving forward to end the year on December the 31st. So I thank you guys as always for all your questions. Uh, I truly appreciate it. Um, if you want to hear anything else, obviously hit me up. Again, our 47-day transformation is kicking off January the 10th. I'll send all the details on that. All the podcast sponsors are in the show notes if you guys want to pick up anything or hit me up for all the free samples. I'm happy to send them to you. Oh, reminder. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can drop us a five-star, leave a comment. I truly would appreciate it. It means the world to us. And also, now if you listen on Spotify, all you Spotify freaks, you can drop us a five-star on there as well. Or if you guys do have Spotify and you don't even listen over there, head over to Spotify, go to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast, leave us a five-star. It means a lot to us. It helps us out more than you know. And I thank you guys as always. Have an awesome Christmas Eve and Christmas, and I will talk to you before the end of the year. And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.